Coming to you recorded but live from the Monarch Theater Studios in beautiful Western Massachusetts, this is The Radio Eclectic, the show that gives you music and conversation like radio back in the 1970s and 80s when music was king. For the next hour, brand new music and banter that will just fill the space between great songs. So sit back, relax, put on your headphones, and tune out the rest of the world. You're in my house now. I'm the Matt Man. This is The Radio Eclectic, a presentation of Monarch Media, a division of of Monarch Comics. This never happened to the other fellow. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're getting a chance to listen. Thank you for joining me once again on the Radio Eclectic. I am your host, the Matt Man, as usual. And first of all, let me just say, happy 2024. It is a brand new year. But before we can put 2023 away, we need to talk some music. Now, this show is going to be my top 10 countdown of my favorite albums from 2023. As I have mentioned, this has been yet another amazing year for releases. I could easily have picked 25 albums for these top 10 spots, but I really took the time with each one to dive in deep and really pull out what I loved about each one. I sat with a notebook and took notes. I had sticky notes all over the place to really just make sure that I was focusing on what it was that made these albums so special. So here we go with my number 10 album, Eagle Flight. From Revolution Saints. This is the band's fourth amazing album, all featuring vocalist and drummer Dean Castronovo, and it's the first with bassist Jeff Pilsen and guitarist Joe Holkstra. The album keeps with the melody, power, and great songs that they all have. This song that I've picked from the album is Talking Like Strangers, written by Joe Holkstra and Alessandro Del Vecchio. It was released from Frontiers SRL, and if you haven't gotten this one yet, get it.
crazy that a brand new song just dropped from Revolution Saints called Against the Winds. And wow, that one's awesome. But you know what? Let's just keep track of 2023 for now, shall we? The number nine release is a real thinker of an album from the band The Mystical Hot Chocolate Endeavors. They're a progressive band who have created a double CD called A Clock Without a Craftsman, and this one's real emotional, very cerebral. They're on Massacre Records, and I'm hoping upon hope for some tour dates near us, or at least near me. Us could be you. Now, as a lover of music that is challenging and lyrics that tell a story, this album is full of amazing moments. And I'm going to have my interview I did with Craig Schmull within a few months. But definitely check this album out for music that is a bit more than expected. The number eight album is another Frontiers release called Inception from Hugo's Voyage. Voyage is a band that performed the music of Journey and do it like no one else, including Journey. Inception is the band's chance at making original new music as if they were Journey. That's the way I describe it. At least that's how I feel about it, too. Now, if you love Journey and who listening to this show doesn't love Journey, you need to get this album and see them on tour for yourself. You can go for tour information and all sorts of great stuff at voyageband.com. And here we are at number seven. It's from a guy who isn't a household name in the U.S., and that is Steve Overland, the voice of the criminally neglected band FM. From escape music, we have six from Overland and guitarist, keyboardist Robert Sal, who, in fact, was the one who told me this album was even out. As you're going to notice in the countdown and my choice of music, I follow strong songs, but more importantly, the voice must really grab me, and Steve's always has. Since I'm not on the mail list for Escape Music, I didn't know this one was out, so I really have to thank Robert once again for letting me know that this one was being released, because it is a fantastic album. From Six, this is Overland, and I Hear Your Voice.
never heard of Broadbrook, Connecticut, don't worry about it too much. Not only is it my hometown, but it's the home of the Broadbrook Opera House. Founded in 1892 and reestablished again in 2018, it's a home for all of your event needs, like weddings and parties and private events. It's a beautiful old building that has a lot of special memories for me, and now is the home for some great live music. The venue has an amazing sound system, perfect performance stage, and great viewing no matter where you are seated. There is plenty of parking, and I will guarantee you this, no matter who you go see there, you will enjoy the experience so much you'll be looking for every and any opportunity to go back. On the web, it's broadbrookoperahouse.com. You can like them on Facebook and check out their ever-growing list of concerts. Too. Rock, pop, soul, classic rock, alternative, national acts, and homegrown talent. The Broadbrook Opera House is where you will now call home. For an up-to-date list of all concerts, go to broadbrookoperahouse.com and click Live Shows. And welcome back to my best albums of 2023 countdown. And right now, our number six album. This one is a masterpiece, a masterwork of pop and fun. Eddie Japan are a Massachusetts-based band that I got to see a few months back performing the music of The Cars with Greg Hawks. Now, outside of that awesome project, Eddie Japan are an amazing group that has one of my six favorite songs of last year, and I'm going to play another one for you from an incredible album. Now, if you love 80s music and thinking about that time period, especially the music, just makes you feel happy, euphoric, and alive, and you can actually see the colors of the day, then you're going to love this entire album. From their album Pop Fiction, this is Eddie Japan with the number six album, and Walk Away. Pretty picture, thrown into its true illusion state. Going nowhere, caught between heartbreak and a dream. I stood in the rain for you, you were not satisfied. I carried the
www.eddiejapan.com for more information and more music. Now, these guys and gal are so freaking good. Go check them out on YouTube. And let me say it right now. You're welcome. And I will say... I will be sitting down and chatting with Eddie Japan vocalist David Santos very soon. In fact, I'm messaging him right now, and he is not answering. I sent it two minutes ago. David, where are you? Now, I also want to mention, if you haven't listened to my last episode of the Radio Eclectic, please do. I count down my six favorite songs of 2023, and the episode features part one of my interview with Rick Emmett, with part two coming up in just a bit. When I think of some of the best comic and pop culture shows happening in Massachusetts, I think of the amazing times I continue to have at a Gary Summer show. Back in the day, it used to be an adventure that may or may not have included an alligator, and today, it's still an adventure. If you like comics, Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza is exactly what you need. If you like music, then Music Con is exactly what you want. They also have the High Life Celebration and the Wizard Fest Magic Convention. So don't worry, Gary's got all your bases covered. Not only are the shows put on by Gary, but at every single event, you can say hi to the king of pop culture himself. And to make it real easy, these shows happen at the Boxborough Regency Hotel in Boxborough, Mass. So between the show, a concert, karaoke, your room, awesome dining, why do you need to go anywhere else? On the web, necomicons.com, and on Facebook, Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza. And if you didn't already know this, Gary's also written a sci-fi rock opera called Beasties. That, like any great rock opera, has an original studio cast recording. For CD and book information, go to BeastiesRockOpera.com, and I hope to see you at a show real soon. Aloha! And welcome back to the show. We've now entered the top five, and let me tell you right now, I want to congratulate everybody who released new albums this year. Whether you are a new band, a metal, punk band, or someone making their debut, you have made the difference in this world by making music. And I want to thank you so much for that. At number five is a musician who is making his second appearance in my top 10 countdown this year, Joel Holkstra. Joel released the amazing Crash of Life album this year under the Joel Holkstra 13 banner. It was released on Frontiers. And let's just look at the band supporting him. Drummer Vinny Apice, bassist Tony Franklin, Derek Sherinian on keyboards, Jeff Scott Soto on backing vocals, and the amazing Girish Pranam on vocals. The album is pure rock, not a lot of trickery, just great songs and brilliant performances. You can tell everybody enjoyed working on this one. So here, from that album, is a song that was easily in my top 20 songs this year. And top 20 isn't bad out of a million. So let's just jump into that right now. From the number five album, Crash of Life, this is Torn Into Lies.
Joel just finished his winter job as part of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and he's already scheduled some shows with Brendan Gibbs. And if this duo shows up in your town, gotta check them out. Over the past few months, I have seen The Unforgettable Fire performing the music of U2, Bad Animals, The Heart Tribute, and Double Vision, The Foreigner Experience. On stage, these bands were amazing, performing some of the greatest songs of all time. Off stage, the members were fantastic. They were friendly, cordial, and really appreciative of everybody's time. Behind the scenes, at least I'm told, that booking these bands and dealing with their agency is not like doing business at all. Diving a bit deeper, I discovered that the entertainment group for these bands and many more is Panzeiler Entertainment. If you are getting out there to experience some live music or looking to book some great artists and deal with a top-notch agency, go to panzeiler.com. There you're going to get information on the artists, also including Beginnings, a celebration of the music of Chicago, 33 and a Third Lives Killer Queen Experience, and so many more. Also for original artists like Rick Emmett, Joel Holkstrom, Brandon Gibbs, and Chasm Sultan. Over the next bunch of months, you're going to hear some interviews that I have done with Panzeiler clients, thanks to my great friends at the Broderick Opera House. And know that if you're booking a Panzeiler artist, you're going to have first-rate service and support from Kathy and the gang. If you're going to go see one of these artists, you are in for an incredible time of music, memories, and fun. That website, www.panzeiler.com, and that is P-A-N-Z-Y-L-E-R. And before we get into part two of my chat with Rick Emmett, I hope that you've all liked what you've heard so far and really, really wish that if this music is unknown to you and you're interested in the least, you take the time, search out some of these albums and artists. I'm guaranteeing you right now, you're going to be as impressed as I am. Now, to remind you how we got here, let's recap. At number 10 was Revolution Saints and Eagle Flight. Number nine, the Mystical Hot Chocolate Endeavors and their double disc set, A Clock Without a Craftsman. Number eight, the debut album from Hugo's Voyage called Inception. Number seven, Overland and Six. Number six, Eddie Japan and Pop Fiction. And at number five is Joel Holkstra's 13 and Crash of Life. And coming in at number four is Six from Extreme. A lot of numbers getting flown around here right now. As a non-Extreme fan, yeah, I know, I know, especially living in Massachusetts, that is sacrilege and against the code of being a true masshole. But there is something so fresh, alive, and exciting about this album. I've always put Nuno Betancourt on a pedestal for his guitar playing, and Gary Sharon is an absolutely phenomenal singer and frontman, but it never really did anything for me until now. There is a reason this album is in everybody's top list of 2023. It is just that awesome. So definitely check it out if you haven't. Okay, time to take a trip up north to Canada and part two of my interview with Rick Emmett. As I was editing this one, it really brought back the fun that I had chatting with him and also what a brilliant musician he is. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, Rick Emmett. For almost 15 years with Triumph, that was album tour, album tour, a lawsuit, album tour, repeat, repeat. <laughs> Now, were there any moments that you can look back at with just absolute, complete pride and happiness? Um, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I know I've said this in, in other interviews uh, many times that, you know, when you're inside the box, it's really hard to describe what the box looks like from the outside. And it's really hard to be inside a process and have a moment happen and, and be able to look at it and go, oh, my God, that, that's... There was a guy named James Burke, and he had a series called Day the Universe Changed or something like that. The, the moments that changed the world. Or the, you know, the day the universe changed. That was his thing. I, I think you get that from time. It gives you the perspective to be able to look back and go like, oh, okay, you know, May 29, 1983, Triumph Plays at the US Festival. That was a moment where, you know, 
the world changed, you know. I mean, I look back on it now and I go, you know, when the guys from Triumph let me put Suitcase Blues on the Just a Game album, that was changing my life in a way that no one could know until, you know, 25 years later that that song really mattered to the life of Rick Emmett. You know, it was really going to have a major impact on the things I was, choices I was going to make in the 90s and in, in the next century, you know. So only time can give you the perspective to understand what you're asking, you know, like, well, what are the moments that give you most pride? You know, I mean, there's obvious ones, like my wife giving birth to our kids, that I was in the room and witnessing this and being a part of this and the things that my kids accomplished. I tell anecdotes in the book, you know, and I, I could tell dozens of them, you know, but a book, it can't be a thousand pages. You know, ECW is a small press, you know, so they kind of go, well, Rick, can you keep it to 250 pages, Kevin? And they were generous, you know, in the end, it's about a 300 page book, you know, with lots of pictures, you know, there's a 20 page picture section. And by the way, if you ever want to have a challenge in your life, take out all the pictures of your life and go, okay, which one is like the, the, the moment that really should be in the book because you've only got room for 20 pages. It's like, that's really hard to do, man. Like, to edit down and to choose the moments and go. So the stories of my kids, it's like, well, I'll pick this story. Because in the end, it's my memoir. So really, it should be a story that's kind of about how did this change my life? You know, how how was this life changing for me? Not necessarily for them or for the family or for, you know. Man, I could have told, you know, a half a dozen stories of every kid. And I've got four of them, so. Uh-oh, that's its own book. <laughs> Other than being a big fan of your music, I was so excited to see pictures of you guys. You On the back of Allied Forces, you have a Montreal Canadian shirt. I'm a huge hockey fan, and I go back to the early 70s, mid-70s, when I started discovering the sport and have never looked back. But knowing you were from Toronto, that always kind of freaked me out that you were wearing a Canadian shirt. And... I guess if I had a second thing I've always wanted to ask you, what was up with that? Are you a Canadians fan that just was growing up in Toronto? Okay, so uh, I can tell you two stories about that. First of all, the, uh, my younger brother Russell was a huge Canadians fan, like huge. At a certain time in his life, he had talked to my dad and said, okay, I'm going to have to pick my team, which is going to be my team. And my dad had told him, and my dad had grown up, he was a goalie, he played junior B goalie. And he'd styled himself after a guy that played for the Canadians named Bill Dernan in the in the 40s. And a stand-up goalie, you know, and this was the thing. And, and my dad said, well, you know, if you want to be happy in this life, son, you should pick the Canadians as your team because they win more than they lose. Whereas if you pick Toronto, you could be unhappy most of the time. You know? <laughs> so my brother took this to heart, became a, a Habs fan, and... He loved that team, and he traveled to games, and he had blankets and slippers and watches. And, I mean, he was just a huge Canadian fan. So that shirt that I'm wearing, it had been a jersey of his. It was a long sleeve jersey, but it had gotten, uh, spent too long in the dryer, and it got so, so small that it was like a T-shirt. We cut the sleeves off it, and then it was kind of like a T-shirt. And I went, and here's why I wore it for that. This is the second part of the story in that photo shoot. It was white with with bright red and blue, and we were going to be standing against the kind of a black, you know, the the war memorial. And I and so from the shirts that I had on hand, 
I picked that one because I went, well, this will really stand out, you know, and, and it'll look good in front of the thing. But the real impetus, the real push for that is because Triumph is a Canadian band. And most of our support now, the transition had occurred where we didn't really belong to Canada anymore. And we weren't just a Canadian band. We were now an American band, signed to RCA Records out of New York, and we were we had more success, sold more records, got more shows, played more tours, sold more merchandise in the United States than we did in Canada. So I went, our identity. I I, I don't, don't don't think the Winnipeg Jets existed yet, but I could have worn a Winnipeg Jets shirt or a Vancouver Canucks shirt. It was like, hey, we're a Canadian band, and and you know we're coming to your American town. <laughs> That kind of a thing. So, yeah, it should have been a Leafs jersey, I guess. But um, it just so happened that the one that was on the rack in the in the back of the little uh, truck that we were you going to drive to these photo shoot locations was that Canadian's jersey. It, it could have been a Montreal Expo shirt. It could have, and maybe it should have, because I'm I'm a little bit more of a baseball guy than I am a hockey guy, to be honest. But uh, and I think I'm maybe a little bit more of a National League person than an American League person, but. Uh, nevertheless, it, it is what it is. It was what it was, and, and uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it or anything. I think it was. Uh, I think it was a really good move on my part because, look, it's like I don't know, 50 years after the fact, and people are still asking me questions about it. I'm probably the only person in the history of the planet who has a Montreal Expos tattoo. Atta boy. Well, you know who might have a secret one is uh, Donald Sutherland. He, he's a huge exposure. He was, you know that's that? right. Yeah, that's right. Interesting that the book is all done, and you announced a few years ago that you're taking a hiatus from touring, but what can fans expect from you? Is there any more music, any one-off gigs, or book signings to help push the book? Yes, yes, and yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'll start with the book signings things. I, I'm doing one up in Brampton, Ontario, at the Rose Theater next April. And I have a couple of people that are talking to me about, you know, a potential one in Ottawa and a potential one in downtown Toronto and that sort of thing. I haven't said yes to those yet, but um, if they arise and they make sense, then, you know, I, I would certainly, I don't mind those kinds of things where, you know, you do a little bit of a reading or somebody asks you a few questions and you open the floor for some questions. I might even bring along a guitar and play a few little things, but, you know, maybe not full anything, but... Um, and then as far as gigs go, the one that I have right on my books coming up is I'm going to play, you know, anybody that's listening to this, you'll have to travel to the uh, World Junior Hockey Championships in Gothenburg, Sweden at the end of the year because I'm going to play in the band that does like a lot of Canadian cover songs, part of those festivities because they're going to do some Triumph songs. And I was able to help rewrite arrangements for songs, put them in keys where I can sing them and so Magic Power and Hold On and Lay It on the Line I'm going to do with a string quartet and horns and a rock band and you know, a cast of thousands. Doing that uh, New Year's, and that should, should be crazy good fun, except my wife and I have to fly for a day and I have to get there and mm. then I have to rehearse and then day and I have to fly home. So, But, you know, maybe I'll get to watch the Canada-Germany game or something. I don't know. So, yeah, that's happening. And then as far as new material and writing, I I'm working hard on a thing called 10 Telecaster Tales, which is new guitar pieces on a custom-made uh, Telecaster-style guitar. They're kind of uh, R&B, bluesy, jazzy kinds of things. And as I just described to someone else, well, it's kind of like take the Toronto 
the history of your Robbie Robertson, Donnie Troiano kinds of background, and then marry that to a kind of a Grant Green, Kenny Burrell, Blue Note kind of vibe with a little bit of George Benson thrown in there. And that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. And there's 10 pieces. They're very, they're all groove based. So there's a tune that's a kind of a reggae feel, a tune that's kind of a funky thing, a groove that's uh, walking jazz, boom, 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 boom. So they all have motion that tie them together and feel, um, but uh, they're all just solo pieces, and I have yet to uh, start the master recording, although I've done some demoing, and uh, I, I'm, I'm quite happy with the progress that I've got there. I don't want to jinx it. I, <laughs> I, we haven't really pushed the rock off the top of the mountain yet. It's created the momentum of rolling downhill, but nevertheless, there's that. Now, I also have some songs that I've written, and uh, I have two compilation things coming out. One is called Diamonds, and it'll be available online any minute, this week, next week, something like that. And it's the harder rock songs from the era after I left Triumph. So from 1990 to 1995, there were three albums that I did for Duke Street Records. I got those masters back. So uh, the hard rock stuff is coming out on uh, Music in Motion Records. Where a guy named Greg Campbell runs that. He's got Rock Paper Merch is the name of his website online. And uh, that'll be available there. And then uh, I'm talking with my friend Peter Curtin. Now he's got a label called Alma. And the softer material that will become a compilation with him, but I'm, I've been writing some new tunes. In particular, I was writing with a friend of mine named Don Brightup. Don has a band called Monkey House. And it's a very steely Danish kind of thing. And so I'm pretty excited about that, that those songs could have that kind of uh, sophisticated R&B-ish kind of rock-jazz fusion vibe. And um, I've always felt like that was an important part of what I did more as a solo artist than as, you know, a guy from Triumph. But, um, and I've got about, I've got two songs that I co-wrote with Don, which would go on a compilation record. And then uh, there's a possibility there that, you know, I've got five or six others that I wrote and I don't know what's going to happen with those yet. But the big thing here is, man, I, like, I don't stop writing, you know, every day I, I sit down with a pen and my spiral notebook or I get in front of my computer and I, I create, I pick up a guitar and I, I rehearse and practice and, and I also write. It's always what I do. So I don't see that ever ending in my life. You know, I think I'll be, if I make it to 90, I'll still be following that kind of regimen every day. I think everybody listening to this all over the world thanks you for never wanting to give up because the world would be a quieter place without your music there. I thank you so much for the time. I thank you again so much for the music and for being such a, a pivotal point in my life that when I think of that moment when my life changed for the better, the soundtrack was you. And I thank you so much for that. And where can people find out more about you and all the things that are going on, like the music being released? Thanks, Matt. Uh, I'm going to tell you that there are many, many locations. Obviously, the book, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, and you can go to rickamet.com. That's R-I-K-E-M-M-E-T-T.com. Uh, you can also find the book at ECW Press, who's the, uh, the publishing house that, that uh, you know, has been kind enough to give me a, a deal for both my poetry book, Reinvention, and now this one, Lay It on the Line. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm on the standard social media things, Facebook and Twitter and X or whatever they call it, though, you know, I don't know. 
goes like this. Don't say you love me. Don't say you need me. So we get love and we get need, okay? We're starting off the tonic. I know that doesn't mean much to you, but I'm just giving you that. Don't say you love me. Don't say you need me. Let me hear it. Okay, shut up. Okay, ladies, here's your part. Don't say you love me. Don't say you need me. Okay. Don't say you love me. Let me hear it. Don't say you need me. Loud. Come on. Rick Emmett and his friends Dave Dunlop and Don Brithup stripping things down a lot for the album Then Again. We heard a medley of a few of my favorite Triumph songs, Somebody's Out There, 24 Hours a Day, and my all-time favorite, Say Goodbye. My thanks once again to Rick Emmett for the time and for Kathy Wagner at Panzeiler Entertainment for setting that one all up. I do have to say this, Kathy's the best. Wow. Three more albums to be heard. All three couldn't be any more different and all three could easily be my favorite album of the year. So please, please, please come back. You've been here this long. You might as well see it all the way through. Comic book fans are incredibly loyal to their favorite books, their favorite characters, and their local comic book shop. But unlike sticking with a character through thick and thin, if your store isn't giving you the best variety and selection, the best discounts, and an overall welcoming feel, you will go somewhere else. For close to 20 years, I've been getting my comics and related merchandise at Most Excellent Comics and Gaming. Located at 483 Enfield Street in Enfield, Connecticut, Most Excellent is huge. New books, trades, back issues, collectible issues, graded copies, supplies, toys, and my favorite, the 50 cent bins. If gaming's your thing, there's plenty going on. Magic, Pokemon, you name it. If pops are what you like, Most Excellent's got you covered. Great prices, excellent discounts, that is Most Excellent. 
On Facebook, it's Most Excellent Comics and Gaming, and on the World Wide Web, www.mostexcellentgaming.com. And now it is time for my third favorite album of 2023, and it comes from a band that I don't have a lot of direct history with. Back in the 1970s, I knew who Angel were. They were on Casablanca Records. They were in the movie Foxes, and they were the opposite of Kiss, with their image being all white and wearing usual 70s makeup as opposed to, well, Kiss. I knew Greg Jafria from the band Jafria because I was a huge fan of that band, and well... Here we are in 2023, and Angel releases a new album called Once Upon a Time. Out of complete curiosity, I picked this album up the day of release, and well, holy crappers, not what I expected at all. How good was it? So good, I'm glad you asked me that, so good, I now own every single Angel CD waiting for them to come near me to see them live and patiently waiting for Punky and Frank to answer my Facebook messages. After listening to their older albums, it gave me a much deeper appreciation for what these guys were able to accomplish on Once Upon a Time. I love this album and so will you. So for my number three album of 2023, this is Angel and the Torch.
See what I mean? And the whole album is like this. Once Upon a Time is available from Cleopatra Records and is so freaking good. And not just a band trying to relive past glory. This is a band making relevant music right now. Witch hunts aren't about hunting witches. They never were. Anyone who knows me has accepted the fact that comic books are an important part of my life. I've been reading and absorbing the comic book culture since 1974, and I look at the 70s and early 1980s as a great time for comic book fans. Back then, there was so much variety, style, and quality in not only the art and story, but in the overall production. There is one comic company that holds true to those principles, delivering quality comics, books, and trade collections. Monarch Comics has been delivering action, suspense, and humor since 2007. Monarch Comics lineup includes the award-winning and wicked funny saga of Evil Monkey Man and their flagship title, Witch Hunter. This book has received rave reviews from everyone, including Herkus and comic legend Jim Shooter, who said, Monarch Comics won't let you down. Not only does Monarch have comics, but they also have a line of books, Monarch Books. The latest from Monarch Books is Black Sabbath, The Vinyl Testament. You can find everything you need to know by going to www.monarchcomics.com. On Facebook, it's Monarch Comics. Just look for Witch Hunter. Monarch Comics and books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and comic book stores worldwide. To say the number two choice was hard, I I literally don't even know what album is going to be number one until I started writing my notes. And to be honest, I think I changed my mind a couple times while giving both albums another listen. So if the show is late, you can blame these two bands. Both albums are bands that are brand new to me. I stumbled on one of them from a friend's recommendation and another from a free music Facebook ad. God, this is this is hard. And and I'm not kidding. Okay, so my number two album for 2023 belongs to Surreal. Prismatic Spectrum is an album that I told Corey Lennox, it reminds me of Styx's Paradise Theater, one of the greatest albums of all time. The songs all have a very different and distinct feel to them, but somehow they all seem to be connected by one musical thread. So from that majestic album, this is perfect for a moment. I'm cutting all my losses, I'm wonderstruck again, cause all
For more information on Surreal, you can go to surrealband.com and please go to the site, get the free music bundle and find yourself melting into a beautiful musical landscape. And if you think I'm being overdramatic, freaking listen to the music and tell me that I'm wrong. Okay. Now, after the next break, I'm going to unveil my number one album of 2023. So please, you've stayed this long. What's another few minutes? I have been a fan of Striper since 1985, which is a pretty long time. I've worked with Striper doing their podcast and getting to know the guys and their families for almost four years now. And being somewhat on the inside, I know how the band feels about their fans. They think of them as family. They think of us as family. We have needed Striper's music to get us through tough times. We have let their ministry feed our souls. And through it all, they have always been there for us. And now it's time for us to be there for them. If you go to patreon.com slash striper, you will see three levels that you can not only support the band, but get closer with exclusive meet and greets, discounts on merchandise, and exclusive contents like video chats, devotions from the band, and so much more. Check out all the cool stuff at patreon.com slash striper. And of course, listen to the official Striper podcast, 53.5, with yours truly. Get up close and personal with the band in a way that you never would have thought possible. Join today. And folks, here we are, my number one album for 2023. But before we find out what it is, I've got a few announcements. And yeah, we're going to try to build up the drama a little bit. Now, I want to once again thank everybody for making 2023 such a memorable year. Some awesome music, some brand new friendships and relationships that I can't wait to see how they just keep growing and growing as the years go on. The February show will be returning to the normal format of brand new music and interviews. And believe it or not, I've already got the first two shows booked solid with both new music and interviews. And number three, I do want to mention a really cool show coming up happening in Dover, New Hampshire on March 23rd and 24th. It's happening at the Elks Lodge, and it is called the New England Toy and Records Show. Hundreds of tables full of records, toys, comics, collectibles, and so much more. And I'm trying very hard to fit this one into my schedule because I need to be at that show. From Slapshot, one of my favorite movies of all time, you know that, is going to be defenseman Billy Charles Bois, number five, Guido Tanisi. He's going to be there signing autographs and chatting about hockey. Did you know he was a Pittsburgh Penguin draft pick in 1973? That is huge right there. But at the same time, he was drafted to the WHA by the Toronto Toros. Now on Facebook, you can find out more information by going to New England Toy and Record Show. Hope to see you there. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, the number one album for me for 2023, and it belongs to Nitrate. Their fourth album, Feel the Heat, got me so fired up. And yeah, I just heard I just heard myself say that, and I'm too lazy to edit it. Anyway, I love this album so much, I went out and got the band's entire catalog. This one is melodic, rhythmic, and every single song has something special in it for the listener. It's such a great record, and I'm so thankful to whoever it was who told me about it. From Frontiers Music, this is Nitrate and Wild in the City. I'm the Matt Man. Have yourself a good one until we rock again soon.
And that is going to do it for another episode of the Radio Eclectic. I hope that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did, and I really hope that you discovered some great music. Now go out, spread the word that awesome music is alive and well. For my website to find out where all my podcasts are and my monthly album charts, www.originalnatman.weebly.com. My latest book, Black Sabbath, The Vinyl Testament from Monarch Books, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and so many other booksellers. Signed books can be attained by contacting me at matmancomics at yahoo.com or by visiting my Etsy store, Original Matman. The Radio Eclectic is a presentation of Monarch Media, a subsidiary of Monarch Comics. Monarch can be found at monarchcomics.com and on Facebook, just look for the picture of the smirking witch hunter. Thank you to all who support this show and make it more than just me talking for an hour because nobody wants that. I'm the Batman. Thank you for sharing your time with me and have yourself a good one till we rock again soon. <laughs>